Blog Talk Radio. Hey, this is Logan with Chick fil A West Point Village, and you're listening to the Christcast. This is not a test, it's the... Real thing. And it's loud in here at Chick-fil-A, yeah. yeah. West Point Village. Chamber Mixers in the house, which is a good wow. thing. We're going to be talking a, a little bit about uh, Chamber and cities and stuff like that. We're doing a mix of stuff. We are. I want to send a quick shout-out to Big Sister Ashton Jeffers, because wow. she will be my son's date this week for the junior prom over at Next. And I saw Big Sister Maddie. She had her prom this past weekend. Yes, they did. Looking really sharp. Mm-hmm. Hey, folks. My name is Jason Dyes, alongside... Kiki Culpepper. Two generations with... One mission. To recruit an army of digital disciples for the glory of God. Nice. Nice. Yes, we're trying to keep it a little quiet in here because... They have a meeting today. <laughs> <laughs> a little meeting going on. We do the... Hey, well, thank you. We had our most listened to show last week. Thank like, you so very I'm much. <laughs> hey, folks. Speaking of talking... A lot of common sayings that we use every day in the Bible use every day come from the Bible. Wow. Like uh, by the skin of your teeth is from Job 19:20. And you were dealing with some tooth issues last week, but nobody yeah. could tell. Yeah, I still have braces on, so <laughs> There's also go the extra mile, which is from Matthew 5:41 and Rise and shine is from Isaiah 60 verse 1. Arise, shine like the light has come and the glory of the God has rise rised upon you. So see, when someone tells you to rise and shine, even if you don't want to get up, Come it's on. biblical. You exactly. And of course, if you've ever played sports, if you've ever followed sports, you may have heard the term. It's like David versus Goliath. And that's what we're talking about today. The first book of Samuel is where we get that wow. famous story. But there's a lot of stuff going on in the first book of Samuel as we come out of the, uh, we're still in the judges period, but we're coming yeah. out of it. And as Kiki likes to say, the judges are very judgmental. judgmental. <laughs> when we get back from the, oh yes, by the way, like I said, Excited. Um, want to thank Miss Riddle for helping us out with the show last yes. week. Most listened to show wow. we've ever had. Really, really cool. We're stepping up in the world. Stepping up the game here. And I also want to send a quick shout out to my good buddy, Stuart Blyden. He's got a new gig, assistant to the CEO over at Schlitterbahn. Schlitterbahn. For those of you not from Texas, the that's German for time in Texas. Texas. <laughs> that's right. We want to send our love and thoughts out to the Blyden and Henry family. And um, we're looking for a great season from Schlitterbahn, yes. as always. All right, this hey, is folks. the first year I am not getting a season oh, pass. Oh, wow. Well, maybe they'll give us one now that you said that. Yeah. Well, because you're going to be gone a lot. I'm going to be gone a yeah. lot this summer. Very busy summer. Hey, you'll have a very peripatetic summer. Big word there. Wow, Look it up. word right there. Look it up, homeschoolers. Okay. Hey, we get back to break. We're going to be talking about the first book of Samuel, and we'll do it all right after this. And, Keegan, I want to say a quick hello to our new friend Cheryl Gibson from KW Heritage, Keller Williams Realty, from First Samuel, and thus you shall greet him. Peace be to you, and peace be to your house, and peace to all that you have. Tell us a little bit about the first book of Samuel. 
I'm sorry. I'm going to tell you about the first book of Samuel. Originally, the book of Samuel was a single book. The Greek translation, which I can never say, the Septuagint, separated into two parts. Although nobody claims to be the author of the book, it seems clear the book is a biography of the prophet Samuel. Yeah, so That's why it's named after yeah, him. Good idea. Um, so where are we in all of this? We're at the closing of the period of the judges, and the book recounts the life of the prophet Samuel, the ill-fated reign of King Saul, and the anointing of David as king of Israel. Why is this book important? This is a pivotal time in the history of Israel. They want to, they want to see that being a loose grip of tribes is not getting where they want to be, so it's like they decide they want a king to rule over everyone and have a strong central government over all the nations. Yeah, all the other nations around them that are causing them so many problems has kings, so they think, hey, we need wow. a new too. Now, Saul, the first king, fails to follow God's instructions regarding the Amalekites. Now, if you're a middle mm. schooler, you want to get some help with your parents on this one. This is some pretty brutal stuff. We're going to talk about that. But he this doesn't do... This, yeah, this is PG-13. And he loses favor in the eyes of God because he doesn't follow God's instruction. And, of course, much of the book is dedicated to the life of David. What's the main idea? I don't know why I'm asking all these questions, but I am. God is in charge. He uses everyday events to fulfill his mission for his chosen people. Saul discovered Samuel while looking for his lost donkey, and David learns of Goliath while taking food to his brothers who are in the war. That's right. So imagine what might happen one day when I'm here, getting Maddie her iced coffee, or you your chicken minis. Chicken minis! I might meet somebody that's going to be very important to the show, <laughs> important to my life. Um, also, another big part of the story is about God's sovereignty and his unflinching honesty. God anoints David the king as an earthly regent over his chosen people, keeping his word from the very first book of the Bible, Genesis, that said the scepter would not depart from the house of Judah. And guess what, folks? It's still there. Wow. And finally, the ability of God is to reverse the fortunes of people. Hannah was barren but was able to have children. Saul was a, from a lowly tribe and yet became a king over Israel. David was not the eldest of his brothers but still became king because he had a godly heart. God can reverse the fortunes of people who build up his kingdom. Absolutely. And so how do we apply this today? It's really clear. Do what God commands. The thing with the Amalekites, this is really tricky business because um, God has a great memory. And when the Israelites were coming out of Egypt during the Exodus, you know, they weren't exactly on buses and vans and in no. cars and stuff like that. They were walking. So the old With their sandals. Yes, they weren't making a lot of speed. And at the end of the human caravan where the older and the weak and the little kids yeah. where the Amalekites decided to swoop down and attack them. From the weaker point. Yes. God never forgot that and never forgave that. And so he ordered King Saul to go kill the Amalekites. Yeah. Man, woman, child, and livestock. I mean, it's so sad. Everything. God had a reason for that, and that's why I say I encourage you to look into that and maybe ask your parents if you're a little bit younger, because it's a pretty serious business. It's Saul didn't do it, and he no. was out of there. 
so some PG-13 stuff, but it's still a great book to read through with your family, and it's just kind of like, this, this actually happened, don't, because people are like, oh, we need to forget our past, it's like, no, the past is what makes us better in wow. the future. That's a good point, because right now there's a lot of that going on in our country, trying to wipe out our history, trying to wipe out our past. Um, God doesn't forget. God has a great memory. And another big overriding theme of this book of the Bible is, yes, we, we don't have a king in America. No, Obviously, we, we have got a president, a president. We have a president. three branches. And, but, but the point of Samuel is even though the, the Israelites wanted a king, God's sovereignty always trumps whatever political figure might be at the head of a nation. Any, It's like, if anyone thinks they're above God, they are not. God is over everything, everyone. A lot of things that happen with Christians is that we get lost in Jesus' compassion, which is great. The great compassion. That's a good thing. It is a very, very good thing. But never forget that God's sovereignty came first. Jesus is because of God's sovereignty. And I love that part you but talked it's about. Three in one person. Three in one. Which is kind of confusing. Which can be. Um, but I like what you said about you know, the ability to reverse people's fortune. Imagine what yeah. God can do with you if you're already being good and already experiencing good things. It could be pretty awesome. Yeah, it's, it could get so much better from here. My name is Jason Dyes alongside... Kiki Culpepper. You've been listening to Christ Cast and to God be the... Glory. There ain't no practice runs in life. This is the